I wouldn't even be able to fit a band in my garage. Do you have a garage? I do actually have a garage. We just use it for storage. Oh, that's right. You and you can't fit a band back there. No, like a, too like full a little. Stuff. Not like maybe, a little okay. band. Maybe like a little three-piece band if they want to. They're gonna have to walk in kind of sideways and like. But if they want to put amps and stuff in there, no way. No way. <laughs> no way. A ukulele band where it's just like three what people about, with ukes. What about if you do like a, a f- like a quartet, like a, a not string like quartet? A band. No, not a string quartet, but like people. Like what if it was just like, what is it called? Like an acapella group. Oh, like a barbershop. <laughs> barbershop that's what, that's quartet. the word I was looking for. The I word fit, I was looking I, for was barbershop. <laughs> I think I could fit a barbershop quartet in my garage. Yeah. And they can wear the little pinstripey vest things oh, and they the little straw to. hats. Sam, I would not let them in without yeah. it. <laughs> I absolutely would not let them in without their cute little barbershop quartet outfits. Good. I'm glad to see you have standards. Because I do. if you would have said no, they I wouldn't force them to wear their little outfits. I, I don't think I could trust you anymore, frankly. I'm gonna they're gonna wear their outfits. They're gonna sing Light a Rose. They're gonna do it in my garage. I have standards. Oh, yes. A, a garage quartet, maybe, <laughs> since there's no barbershop in sight. Are you recording yet? Yeah, I've been recording. Okay, well then I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. So now we're combining jazz hands and spirit fingers and getting them their jazz fingers now. Yeah, I'm a musical theater person. I can't say spirit fingers because right. I'm not a cheerleader. So jazz fingers. And you know who else isn't a cheerleader? Um, any of the Ashley cast Benson. in this? Oh. Yes, any of the cast <laughs> in this movie. Bring it on in it to win it. Oh, Shelby. Oh, Sam. She. You know what, guys? For all the people listening today, Shelby is not pulling any punches. She no. is like, you know what? It is time to go. Because at this point, if you've been following along, this is our fourth. Count them, four. Four Bring It On movies so far. We're not even done. We still, we still have two more. So two more. Shelby is just, she's reached her max level of non-cheerleader cheer actors in a franchise series. Exactly. I have so many thoughts because I just finished the first season of Cheer, the docu-series on Netflix. Yes. Did you, did you love that final episode? Did you love them winning? Did you love the, the, the victory of them running into the, 
to the I, beach, the ooh, ocean. The intensity of emotion <laughs> that those kids must have been experiencing. No Bring It On movie has come close to that. Not except for even. the first one, maybe at the when they're like they finally earned something. It's like, okay, I get that. That's like somewhat mm-hmm. maybe approaching a distant comparison. Yeah. But the rest of these movies, especially this one, Bring It On, In It to Win It. Oh my gosh, this has nothing to do with cheerleading whatsoever. Not at all. It truly is like they are. I find, again, this movie, it really plays into the whole cheerleaders are actually like wizard students kind of thing. (laughs) Because Because they are actually at Universal Islands of Adventure where soon to be the wizarding world of Harry Potter would exist. So you know what? They did Mm -hmm. the wizard thing before the wizard thing was even brought to Universal. It's true. They came in there. They brought their spirit stick curse. They brought, they did a little <laughs> summoning circle. They had true, an altar. True. They did, they tried to communicate with the cheer spirits. Mm-hmm. They had a cheer rumble, like West Side Story. <laughs> and then they had to a come cheer together. rumble. <laughs> yeah, that's what they called it when they were just snapping yeah. at each other. They're like, let's have a cheer rumble. Yeah. But Do here, you think maybe that's why I, my inner musical theater person was ignited for this particular recording session with my jazz fingers? Because I think, yeah. it was very... Obviously, guys... Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. Shelby and I watched this movie together. I barely paid attention to mm-hmm, the plot. But mm-hmm. what I did gather from this film is that there are two teams. The Sharks and the Jets. Now, my musical theater kids... my. <laughs> The girls that get it, you know, the girls that Mm -hmm. get it and they get it. And if you don't, you don't. It's fine. But we all know what that's from. It's West Side Story. It's from West Side Story. So we have those sharks. We have those jets. They're They're coming together. They are snapping the setting. Cheer camp. How old are these people? No idea. No one. What is cheer camp? We do not know. They do not explain any of the background. They don't. And we had a conversation about this because I was confused as to the age of these girls as well. But I would assume that they have to be at least college age simply because the winners of this huge competition thing that they're competing for get to travel around the world like to represent. I don't, it's not like yeah the so I'm thinking they're like maybe- representing someone and so they get to travel the world and I highly doubt any parent is gonna let their 16 year old child travel the world without them to do cheer competitions they got school right they got obligations they have to go to school these kids are so stupid. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. They really <laughs> like, are. They really need school. No, yeah, I'm get maybe they're it's like a team one of those. Um, what do you call them when it's not associated with a school? It's not high school like or a college cheer. Team or something. It's like a like a show cheer. Team? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. It must be that where it's like, oh, I go to school, but I'm also in this like side cheerleading team through this big gym in Orlando or something right, like that. Right, right, right. So you've got the East Coast Jets and the West Coast Sharks, and they always go to the same cheer camp every summer, I guess. Right. And this time it's in Orlando, Florida. Uh, You've got the leader of the cheer camp. Do not remember her name. But her rival is the leader of another cheer camp. (gasps) 
and he's got a team who's like, oh, we're going to win this year, My this team from my cheer camp, whereas she has two teams that always, always get first and second first, place. <laughs> yeah, they place first and second every year. Uh, the Jets usually win, the East Coast Jets. Uh, but our main character, right. Carson, which is a city in California. We're back on track. We're back on. <laughs> You're so right. We deviated for one film, but we're mm-hmm. back. We're back. Um, and she leads, she's the cheer captain of the West mm-hmm. Coast Sharks. She doesn't want to lose again, obviously. So she's in it. She's practicing. She's at camp. She's practicing her little cheers at <laughs> Islands of Adventure in front of Dueling Dragons, which as in the movie you, they call do. Double Dragon for yeah. some reason. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why either. I also need to make the note now that the access that both of these cheer teams have to Universal Orlando Islands of Adventure in Florida, um, it's unheard of access. It's mm-hmm. not real. There's no way that she would just be practicing or cheer. First of all, you're not going to have a lot of space. Have you ever been to Universal? They're, like the crowds are so thick and mm-hmm. there are people everywhere that you can barely even walk, much less do a choreographed routine with your iPod playing in your ears as if no one's going to get in your way. People get in way of pictures there. She's going to kick so many kids right in the face. Right? Right and in their stupid little And their security's going to have to come, and she's going to have to get arrested and taken to Universal Jail, I guess. Here's the other thing. When you go to camps, like, so the whole thing takes place in this, you know, the resort, the, um, fuck, what's it called? Universal Studios Resort. What? Well, right. how do they lose Universal Studios from my brain? Um, they would probably, if they had the competition there, they'd probably let everyone in one day. They're like, you get one yeah. day to go hang out at the park. Yeah. And that's all they would give you. I know I, for marching band, we went and marched in like the Disney parade at Disney mm-hmm. World. And then just we got to hang out at Disney World for the rest of the day. Right. And, but they're, they didn't let us come back. We didn't get to stay at a hotel. Yeah. Because our school was literally 45 minutes away. So it's mm-hmm. like, they're not going to let us stay there. Um. They, I cannot imagine Universal Studios being like, oh, we're going to let all these kids in as, as much as they want, mm-hmm. which what se- is what seems to happen in the movie. <laughs> but it is kind of advertising for Universal Studios. They're showing all the cool oh, rides 100%. <laughs> it's 100%. There is not a single moment of this movie that is, isn't just a giant product placement for Universal. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, they're at the Hard Rock, which is like the probably the most expensive hotel on site. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the most expensive because the Portofino Bay Hotel is pretty expensive, but it's a bit of a further way. You got to take a boat. But, um, you know, the Hard Rock, they have the different rides at Universal. Then they also switch gears and go to the, I'm sorry, at Islands of Adventure. They switch gears. They do um, little areas of Universal Studios, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get some of the backlot stuff. Uh, so it definitely is just, you see Mel's Diner. It's just a huge product placement to say, hey, go to Universal Studios. And frankly, I wanted to go to Universal after watching this movie. So they did it. They did a good job. But to be fair, you know, as we grew up in in Florida, really close to, I mean, like I said, it was like an hour away from Universal. I had an annual pass in college because I, my college was like 20 minutes away. So if class was canceled one day, we would just be like, you want to go to Universal? Yeah. So we (laughs) were already going. (laughs) Yeah, we were going all the time. It was Florida. There wasn't a lot to do. Yeah. Aside from the theme parks. So you would go to them a lot. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, these kids just hanging out, dancing around in front of dueling dragons or double dragon, whatever they want to call it. It's dueling dragons. Whatever. I think now it's called Dragon Challenge or something. Yeah, because like it's, it's like a because they it's Harry, Harry Potter, Potter themed yeah. now. <laughs> um, but no, she's dancing around in front of this ride, and mm-hmm. some guy jogs right up into her. Wow, he's so cute, and they are wow. instantly just they're like wow you're so cute in their minds they're not saying that out loud but they right. basically are they like but get each like other's numbers and yes doing this, the thing this guy is unrealistically named pen <laughs> so we got pen and carson oh god um later it turns out i mean very quickly we realize after they've had their little flirtation what oh my god he is a jet, <gasps> and she's a shark. So now we've got our little Romeo and Juliet thing going. We've got on. our Maria and Tony. We've, we've established, got- <laughs> we've established our main characters in a in a Sondheim play. So instantly, there's some tension, right? It's right. like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And at first, they're like, well, we still like each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, so they're kind of cool, even though there's some weird stuff going on. The Jets team captain is named Brooke. Um, mm-hmm. And she is just basically like mean girl cheerleader stereotype. Yeah. Um, at first. Maybe yes. she evolves a little bit throughout the movie. A little. But not in like a – look, when I say she evolves a little bit, I don't mean that there was like a character <laughs> arc and like <laughs> good storytelling or anything like that. This movie is nothing. This movie is not – I can't even imagine the people writing this. I feel so bad because I don't like to talk about writers like this, right? Because yeah. I'm a writer and it can be difficult. And maybe – I mean, I'm sure this is not a good example of these writers' talents like <laughs> um, because this movie is just like – it's nonsense. It's nothing. It's Literal like, nonsense. They literally just said, we want to show this ride, this ride, this ride. We have yep. to have these things in it. And they just wrote something that vaguely connected all of those things together. Without trying to understand if it was feasibly possible um, or a, a, an action that a sane person would take right. in order to achieve their goal. <laughs> no, they did not decide to do that at all. Which is like, I understand sometimes teenagers, which these are definitely still teenagers. Like, right. I understand teenagers can be irrational, but they're still human beings who make human decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in this case, we've got... <laughs> okay, the sharks get awarded the spirit stick for the camp. Every camp, every cheerleading camp obviously has a spirit stick. We heard right. about it in the first movie. This is actually the same spirit it's, stick it used is. in the I first movie. I was so movie. excited about that. I was like, finally, we have some connection in the B-I-O-C-U. Yes. Bring it on, Cinematic Universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Um, you. I got you. (laughs) So they get the spirit stick. Um, Their little team has this little witchy alter. Because, okay, so, you know, you got the girls on the team. There's Carson. There's her black best friend who... Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. The way that this poor girl is treated in this movie. Oh, no. It's so bad. It's extremely bad. You've got uh, the the stereotypical gay guy who's doing really stereotypical gay things, which it turns out later it's because he's only pretending to be gay and he's actually straight. Uh, yep. So <laughs> we like to see that. The other person is a girl who's kind of goth. And she's like, I'm only in cheerleading because my parents made me do it. 
Um, yeah. And but she loves wearing stuff with skulls on it and everything. Is that why you wore your skull sweater today? Oh, this is just my home sweater. It's oh. literally it's like my favorite sweater, but it's literally falling apart. Oh. It has so many holes in it. There's a toothpaste stain on the sleeve. You know, so. it adds to the ambiance of the skulls. So it, it does. Works. You should I, put holes in it on purpose. Like you should put holes in all the eye holes of the skulls. I should, I will not do that. But don't, don't do it, but like, it was just <laughs> but, a suggestion. But do it. I, yeah. I, I agree with your suggestion. Thank you. Yes. So <laughs> the goth girl's like, oh my gosh, we have to have like a little ritual. So they're talking about like guarding the spirit stick with their lives. They're doing right. an air, fire, earth, water, water, and blood kind of thing. They're trying to get yeah. Carson to like prick her finger and like get put blood yeah. into the mix pretty intense don't mess with that kind of stuff you know it's not necessary yeah. um yeah so the rest of the team is like we're gonna go play poker or something you know as teens do and <laughs> as they do as they you know, do notorious gamblers those teens carson is like that's cool i'm gonna i'm gonna watch over this spirit stick in our hotel room what does she do immediately when pen comes to her window she up and leaves because mm-hmm. of course she does. She doesn't just leave though, Shelby. She literally jumps from her balcony and cradles into Penn's <laughs> she says, arms. Catch me! <laughs> yeah, she's literally like, "Oh, you thought I was gonna come down the stairs? No, this is a trust fall times a million. So that door is locked. That hotel room door. Unless she left the door, the hotel room door open. Which trust me, you don't. No one yeah. who does that. Yeah. Um, and hotel room doors lock automatically right like mm-hmm. people can't just walk into your hotel room right. so she leaves out the window that hotel room door is closed um spirit stick should be safe in there right yeah. you'd think fort knox right she goes hangs out with pen oh they're so cute they're how they're con- they're riding roller coasters and they're confessing deep feelings to and each they're other dancing with each other and being projected on the jumbotron little Video exactly. It's so thing. romantic. They're Ugh, doing dances. They're salsa, salsa dancing. And they both look ex- not a not salsa, salsa song. Not salsa song. They look extremely uncomfortable salsa dancing. Yes. Um, this movie does want us to believe that Penn is like a Latino, Latino. man. Yeah, he's not. Um, the actor is is like white and Filipino. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> they got close i guess you could i mean say. i guess in 2007 this was the closest you could um, get to a latino man without actually casting a latino man but we literally talked about it during the movie of being like why not just change it mm-hmm. instead of him like s- saying stuff in spanish and stuff just have him say stuff in tagalog like how mm-hmm. how simple would it have been to just cha- be like oh yeah this character is filipino yeah it would have been so easy so easy they just didn't do that because they did not care because they didn't (laughs) want to Shelby they were like we don't want to change our expertly written script I or I would venture to guess yeah I would venture to guess that they did not even think about it the thought did not cross (laughs) their minds one bit they're just like yeah well okay we're casting this guy whatever they're like Um, same same whatever he confesses to Carson that he his he had his team help fundraise for him to go to this camp because he would not tell his dad that he was going to cheer camp. Yeah. Yeah. 
and that's a big confession for him. It's mm-hmm. his, like his deepest, darkest secret. That yeah. his dad does not know that he's a cheerleader. Um, but when they're dancing on that big jungle, tr- jumble, jungle tron. Yeah. Okay, backtrack a little bit. After the rest of the sharks, you know, go out and do their thing, they come back to the hotel room, and oh no, Carson's gone. You know what else is gone? That spirit stick. Because of course spirit it is. Stick. Someone got into that locked hotel room belonging to teenage girls. Yes. And <laughs> stole something out of it. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to that later. So yeah. <laughs> the sharks come on. They're looking for, for Carson. The jets are also out looking for Penn. Mm-hmm. They all find, they see them dancing on the Jumbotron, <laughs> projected on that little globe in the middle of the water at Universal City Walk. And uh, they come up to them and they're like, the spirit stick is gone. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Immediately, in her little paranoid brain, Carson is like, Penn tricked me mm-hmm. into coming out so the rest of his team could steal the spirit stick. Because she's not thinking of these people as human beings. She's thinking of them as like, these are my competitors these are these, these are, are my opponents my enemies my enemies never trust a jet when you're a shark you know exactly whatever that means yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's very a, clear what it means Shelby yeah. so I think you need to rewatch think the right. movie and I think it's just so funny that they're adding this like they're trying to add all of this like conflict and tension into mm-hmm. this sport that already has built in conflict and yep. tension. Like yeah. you did not well, need to do that. Well, it's because they don't. So because now you've seen Cheer and you get it. Like a yeah. little I mean, not that you didn't get it before, but that you get it more. I'm a whole new it's, person now. Literally, you see because we even made this comment while watching the film that like all the little scenes of them doing choreography was it wasn't real. Like, it. first of all, it wasn't sharp. It looked like they were all just, like, half-assing everything the entire time. Um, it didn't look like, at least in the first couple Bring It On movies, whenever they did their routines, you're like, oh, that's a cheer routine, right? Yeah. They Sharp lines. They had their flip. They had their tumblers. They had their flyers. They had all that kind of stuff. But every time they do a routine in this film, it's like – high school musical the musical the series right it's like they're not they're not really um cheering so they that built-in tension that cheer naturally has they couldn't use it because these girls weren't actually cheering so they took everything that is interesting about a bring it on movie and we're just like we're not gonna (laughs) do that part we are not gonna do that part right why why did we watch this whole movie i mean i do i am conflicted about it like whether i liked this one more or less than the second one because like the second one did have a little bit more cheerleading i feel like but this one is in orlando and city walk and it's so nostalgic to go see all this stuff and it's so so silly it is i kind of (laughs) wish we would have had the actors from the second one in this one yeah Because I feel like I really, the only thing I really liked about Bring It On Again uh, was Whittier. I thought Whittier was fantastic. I thought she, her acting was like perfect for the kind of character she needed to play. And she was actually a really talented cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And she looked like a cheerleader. Like her body was built in the way that cheerleaders' bodies are. Ashley Benson looks like an actress from LA. She does not yeah. look like someone who has spent their life in a cheer gym. Right. She didn't have muscles. Yeah. <laughs> didn't no. Have muscles. None of them had muscles. Yeah. Um 
So we're... Which is why they couldn't do the cool stuff. Exactly. That's why you get stunt doubles. <laughs> Just put a wig on him, you know? Just do it. I mean, it. now, this, was, this came out in 2007. The technology is so much better now. You can just deep fake, deep fake Ashley Benson's face onto an actual cheerleader. That's true. Um, okay. So, obviously, they lost the spirit stick. The Sharks lost the spirit stick. They're right. blaming the Jets. But, obviously, because the Sharks lost the spirit stick, they are cursed. Right. That's just how things work yeah. in this magical cheerleading world. <laughs> Yes. Um, so stuff starts going wrong. People are mm-hmm. tripping and stuff. Well, just basic stuff. People are getting yeah. hurt. They're tripping. Whatever. Tripping down hallways because they decided to start doing backflips down a hotel hallway and they ran into a housekeeping cart. cart. Yeah. Like, don't. What You, you look <laughs> and the hallway is clear. You don't expect anyone's ever going to come. Someone coming out of the hotel room door isn't going to be like, oh, I better watch out for straight cheerleaders crossing yeah. the hall. I mean, what? I do that, but you can't expect other people to do that. No, but I mean, we've seen these movies. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're well aware of the dangers that lurk in hotel room hallways. And actually every, I mean, you know, nowadays every hotel in Orlando, they do play a safety video where they tell you to watch out for cheerleaders tumbling down the halls. Um, But this this was before that. It it was before that. And now it's just like the spirit of the flipping cheerleaders. They permeate throughout the halls. Oh, yeah. Always. Always yeah, you try forever. to use a Ouija board in a in an Orlando Oof. hotel room, you're only going to connect to cheerleaders. Yeah. You're going to get so many cheers. Go fight you're gonna win get, just over and over. It's just going to keep saying be aggressive. That's all yeah. they're going to spell out on that board. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're cursed. They're like, we got to do something to end this curse. Right. Uh, they try to do a seance in the middle of, you know, they sneak into Universal at night. It, yes. They're in the park at night. How'd you get in there? That place exactly. is, trust me, trust me. We are from Florida. We knew all the people who would try to do this shit yep. to sneak in. You know how many people have died sneaking into Disney World? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Besides the point. That's a different, that's a different story. <laughs> but don't try to sneak into Universal um, at, at night after hours when it's closed. Like, yeah. that's wild. Um it's like, dangerous. what do you expect that you're going to do? It's not like you can operate the rides. Yeah. Well, they went in there just for the vibe, I guess. So they're trying to pray to, like, the cheer gods. Yeah, and burning all the things that, all their, like, lucky tokens. Yes. They're sacrificing so. stuff that's important to them, such as right. Carson's best strapless bra. Right. Her favorite. Her lucky strapless. Her lucky strapless. <sighs> Which she seemed to be wearing under her cheerleading uniform. We the entire that. time. <laughs> they are like, they're, these cheerleaders are wearing underwire bras <laughs> under their the cheerleading The entire uniforms. time. It's I'm like, not... that cannot be comfortable. That is not uh, conducive to flips and tumbles no. and cheering. That If you get caught wrong and that Oof. underwire stabs you. Digs in. Like, you could puncture a lung, Sam. <laughs> Look, it's dangerous, okay? Yes. So they're doing their little seance, and who finds them but the Jets? Why are you always oh. showing up, Jets? Just yeah. leave these people to take care of them. So not just one group breaking into Universal after mm-hmm. hours. Now we've got two groups of children breaking into a theme park after hours. And this, of course, is when they do their little cheer rumble. Because yes. they're like, oh, man, 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 we're going to be... So they're... Yeah. they're 
out of nowhere just doing cheer routines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in the middle and of a park. snapping. They're snapping. They're tumbling past each other, you know, going around, doing junk, whatever. Yeah. Um, then the cops show, or the, I call them cops, but they're like the, the park security. security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're park, park security. security shows up and it, it startles them because they didn't consider that they would have to be quiet because there are security guards for the theme parks. Because that never crossed their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they get startled and they fall. A big whole pile of cheerleaders fall and injure themselves. Both teams. Both teams. Have major injuries on both sides. Luckily, none of the main characters because we still need them. What? Uh, <laughs> just people we never... Um, saw or cared about. Yeah, people we never saw or cared about or injured. But it turns out, after all that... Neither team, neither the Jets nor the Sharks, have en- has enough people to compete in their right. little cheer camp thing. So the leader of the cheer camp is like, well, I'm going to have to send all of y'all home. Mm-hmm. Last minute before they're getting on their buses, Carson is like, look, why don't we like overcome our differences and fuse the remaining remaining Remaining? The Am I Romanian of team together. <laughs> refuse the re- Refuse? Fuse the remaining <laughs> team members into one team. Yeah. Frankenstein for, style. They're going to Frankenstein the team. And you know what? They do it. So they have to now learn. That, that was like the whole first part of the movie, just getting this set up. Which yeah. is like, we could have set this up so much earlier. And so had a whole quicker. movie for these relationships to develop. But right. no. No. Instead. It's like later in the movie, they finally get together as one team. And then mm-hmm. over the course of a few practices, yeah. they are able <laughs> to bond and, uh, you know, trust mm-hmm. each other and work t- together. Right. You know, um, Carson starts to appreciate things about Brooke. Brooke starts to appreciate Carson's creativity and mm-hmm. her ability to, to come up with these new moves and stuff. They go check out their competition, the Flamingos. Right. And the Flamingos are doing pretty well. Guess what? Flamingos are actually played by um, an actual cheerleading squad from Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though their costumes look horrible. They're just pink and black, and they look Oh, they're so ugly. Are you kidding? Yeah, they're real bad. I would never. You could never catch me in that outfit. But good for them. Good for those actual cheerleaders. I'm glad they got their time to shine. Yeah, I, I, I would assume, and I, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like it. A lot of the like other teams when these movies are involved are actual cheer teams. Yeah. Um, particularly the first one. There's definitely a lot of actual cheerleaders in the, the first right. one. Maybe not the second one because they're only competing against each other. Um, but, yeah, there's... That would be honestly that would mean more to me than going to like regionals or nationals. I'd be like, I get to be in a movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> but yeah. um, okay, so throughout these practices, uh, okay, they figure out where was I? They go see the flamingos. They're like, right. okay, we actually have some competition here. We have to come up with something. Right. So they decide to. Uh, Carson comes up with the idea to base a cool new stunt uh, on the double dragon roller coaster so you've yeah. got you know the two girls th- you know bumping butts basically yes, or they're just they're do. just th- being twirled around at the same time it's cool right um 
And we don't really see this, like, romantic relationship develop back. It's just kind of that now Penn and uh, Carson are in the same place all the time. Because this is another one where the love interest is also a cheerleader. So we don't have any of that outside tension. Right. It's all that, like, he confessed something very private to her. And she went and told everyone his secret. Yeah. Because she thought that he was in on this, like, spirit stick theft yeah so that's fucked up honestly which is way more fucked up than even if he was doing it on purpose to steal a spirit stick it's way like it's a fucking like carson carson it's something it's called integrity carson It doesn't matter if other people are being cruel or doing something bad. You are still in control of your actions. Exactly. Your response to someone else's cruelness, if it's it's also cruelty in return, Mm -hmm. that's not good for you. Yeah. That's never going to be good for you. That's a mark against your character. Them being assholes or, like, playing a prank on you and stealing the spirit stick, that's a mark against them for their character. But you... You gotta be, you gotta be a good person and just not an asshole. So right. So she obviously feels bad, um, but we don't really see her. I would have loved to to see this kind of evolution where she has to truly prove to Penn that this was a mistake and that she's not like this and that she is capable of, um, you know, a relationship, a mature emotional response to things. we don't really see that. It's no. just kind of like, well, they're around each other, so yeah. I guess he's going to forgive her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, basically. Okay. I will say, though, that this is probably one of the first times um, – Man, I, I, don't know, I don't know if it's for the series of these movies, but, like, the main character had less character development than any of the other characters in this yeah. movie. Because – and if you remember, too, there was that whole um, section where they start confessing their secrets. Everybody – you know, that's where you find out um, the one male cheerleader who's been pretending to be gay. That's where you find out that he's actually yeah. straight. You find out that her black best friend has been basically putting on a front for all these people because she was made fun of and called an Oreo when she was younger uh, for speaking a certain way that wasn't – the way black people speak. I'm saying that oh in quotation marks. Oh, my God. It was right. so bad. She literally says, I'm just a black girl who enunciates, which, you know, a, a black person did not write that line. No. <laughs> because that no, is truly, truly disgusting. Yeah. Microaggression there. Mm-hmm. That's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who put this in here? Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I feel so bad for that. For the that whole, actor. Well, to be fair, <laughs> that entire scene is cringy because that's where everything yeah. comes out. You get yeah. her little storyline. You get the gay guy's little storyline. You mm-hmm. know, you get and, – and that one includes um, Brooke, the other, like, popular cheerleader, being like, well, I can prove if he's gay or not. And she just grabs him and kisses him and then looks at the group of people and is like, he's definitely straight. Like, <laughs> my yeah. God. He kissed her so good that <laughs> she could feel it, you know? Just um, the most cringe. But in that whole section, like, Carson doesn't reveal anything. Well, she reveals that she's scared. 
Oh, she is wow. scared. Like, the rest of them aren't <laughs> fucking scared. Like, most people don't walk through their entire lives being scared. No, that's not a real confession, Carson. No, and because I think what they're trying to set up is that, like, oh, she's, like, the strong one, and they need to know that as the, the leader in charge, like, she's also scared. Like, it's okay to be scared, but she, you know, she believes in them. But the thing is, they didn't set her up that way. She's just no. a normal fucking person. Yeah, there's none of that. <laughs> she was never, like, the strong one where, you no. know, I don't, there was... Frankly, she was the weakest one amongst yeah. all of them. She was being pushed around by her other teammates, them telling her, you know, it'd be one thing if she was making her own decisions if she like met Penn and was like oh my god he's so great finds out he's a jet and then is like you know what I don't care what my team says I like you yeah we're gonna do the thing but the entire time like the minute they call her out the minute they find her dancing on the jumbotron um and they're like what are you doing with and she immediately starts cowering for that she's like oh it's just uh, uh, uh I don't know and then she finds out that um, the spirit stick is gone, immediately assumes that Penn had something to do with it, and immediately just airs out his business to mm-hmm. everybody there. So it's like she's never been the strong person. No. And, and that's, you know, of course, like, they go, they do their competition, they get, they do a great job. Okay, first of all, we don't even want to skip over the part where they're choosing their name. Yep. I was going to say, we're not going to talk about the Shets. The Shets. So they're the Jets and the Sharks, right? So they're like, should we be called the the Sharts? No, <laughs> obviously not. The jar- The Jarks? The Jarks? No. Why not pick a new fucking name? Yeah. Instead, someone's like, how about the Shets? And, they're, and then they decide, well, I guess that's it. That's yeah. not any better no. than Jarks. <laughs> In fact, it sounds a lot like shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're the shits? That's yeah. not a word. Nope. The word it's closest to is shits. <laughs> shits, shats, shots. That could have been a better name. The shots. They their camp was called East like. East Coast, West Coast shots. That would have been a better name. The shots. Yeah, shots would be better. Yeah. Um. But just like. They could, they're from, their camp is called, like, Thunder Cheer or something. They could have been lightning, you know? It's Uh, like, oh, we're lightning because we bring the thunder or whatever. I don't fucking know. I just came up with that at the top of my head. Wow, you're so smart. (laughs) I did a better job than these people in the movie. Whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is (laughs) they come together as the Shets. If they win the competition, of course they do. And it turns out the people who stole the spirit stick was the other camp, the the flamingos. But Mm -hmm. in the movie, it makes it seem like it's literally the man, the fully adult man who leads that other cheerleading camp who went into this teenage girl's hotel room and stole a spirit stick to fuck with the head of the other cheerleading camp. Yeah, inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Someone arrests this man. Put him on a watch list. I don't care what we have to do. Call the cops. <laughs> call, Done. call the call park security. Call the guards. <laughs> the royal the, guards. Call the royal guard, which is a cute little joke that Penn and um, Carson did, where they joked about being royal guards and flirt. It was one of the flirty oh, things that they did. God, yeah. Because then later, of course, they win the competition. They get to go on their world world tour. So over the right. credits, you've got little, you know, pics, 
pictures and videos of them dancing around doing their world tour stuff so acting like little buckingham palace guard royal guards whatever and someone's dancing in egypt in front of the and by and by doing your little world tour stuff do you mean by doing your little green screen for the entirety of the (laughs) extremely last two minutes of the film extremely green screen (laughs) like you have you even if you know nothing about green screen you can look at that and be like this looks wrong (laughs) (laughs) why does this look so wrong because and it's what a shame. I mean, the person yeah. who directed it, I think, is the same person who directed the the third Bring It On movie. I think it's like the oh, only really? two that are like directed by the same person. Well, like to be fair, the credits like you're you're talking about the third Bring It On movie, which ended with the honeycomb screen background. Yes. Well, that's so. what I'm saying is this person's not good director. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I thought um, you were trying to be like, well, he did the third one, and the third one was fun. Yeah, no. The third one was not good because of the director. Yeah. <laughs> it's the silliness of the crumping scene is really the only thing. Um, <laughs> that's why that movie is good. You're right. So that's the, you know, bring it on into in it to win it, whatever. They go from rivals to friends. They shouldn't have. I feel like the two main girls should have been romantically involved cut pen out altogether because that storyline doesn't really make sense there isn't like I mean that is the Romeo and Juliet thing I guess Mm -hmm. but you can do Romeo and Juliet with girls yeah you know still on opposing teams right um they're both ahead of their teams and they know that a relationship could never work because their teammates would feel like they're going easy on the other team and letting them win because they're romantically involved. Come on. Right. That's pressure. And then when they do have to fuse teams, they have to be like, you know, again, they have to support their teams and be like, well, we don't want to give too much. Like, we have to come together as one. No one can, Mm -hmm. like, come out on top. Like, and then they've got this kind of, you know, and they're working together. So can they be romantically involved? I think it would be way better if it were Brooke and Carson. Um, yeah. Instead of Penn, get Penn out of here. Um, it, he, it didn't make sense because talking about this from like a relationship perspective, she really fucks up. Like I said, mm-hmm. right? Like she does something really terrible to him. How do you get the trust back after that? She doesn't yeah. do anything to prove that she can. And to me, that kind of sends the message that like people can fuck up and. Uh, not do anything okay here's here's my not redeem themselves right not redeem themselves because when you're teenagers especially there are so many people in the world you have so many more experiences that you're gonna have if someone fucks you over like that you do not need to spend any more time on them no not a bit more time that's a, a person would really have to prove that they're worth staying in your life right and she, you know, doesn't. Also, they live on opposite coasts of the country, which, I mean, I guess they go yeah. on tour together, their world tour. But, like, what are they going to do after that? You know? I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I, like, truly, I know the entire film is predicated on the whole East Coast versus West Coast thing. But I did not catch that at all part I mean, of my brain almost thought it was like east coast west coast florida of like florida east, yeah it's possible <laughs> like, yeah it's possible yeah like a jacksonville versus like a naples kind of situation or right. something um that's so, jacksonville and naples are like an I eight think, hour drive apart so yeah yeah 
No, that's a pretty fun. Jacksonville's pretty north. Naples, yeah, it's kind of it's still a bit of a drive. Yeah, eight. I said eight hours. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were implying that it wasn't. Sorry. I'm, no, because I know, I'm half listening to you, half listening to the banging coming out, going on outside my window. So I know Tampa I, to Tallahassee is like five hours. So yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What I was going to say was, yes, I agree with you. I think um, that trust was immediately broken. I know that I probably wouldn't um, yeah, put my faith or trust in someone who immediately broke it. Because uh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you more? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they are stupid teenagers. And mm-hmm. stupid teenagers aren't listening to reason. They don't know boundaries. They don't know... Um, that, but what I will also say too, what this movie kind of reminded me of, I know we have a theme guys going every single bring it on movie reminds me of a feeling I thought I would have in a certain (laughs) romantic situation. So this is what I always thought would happen if I had like a, like a vacation romance. Yeah. Like a, I'm at the pool at the hotel my parents like got for, a week in Orlando and I meet a cute boy at the pool and know and like talk to him and figure out that he's staying for the week as well so we like get into shenanigans the whole time and we do silly things and we go to Universal and we ride the rides and we blah 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 um but it's like I always thought like I always envisioned those kinds of romances as like a speed romance because you'd have Mm -hmm. to like go through all the stages of a relationship and then just have it end at the end of the week. So it was like there was always a stage of betrayal or like finding something out. Like he has it like maybe two days before he leaves. It's like you find out he has a girlfriend back home. But like, Mm -hmm. like, are they actually together? You know, it's like this whole mini melodrama that takes place over the span of a week. And I think that's what the relationship between Penn and Carson is in this movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the only reason it goes any farther than, like, the initial betrayal and everything is because they're forced together in mm-hmm. this cheerleading camp scenario. Proximity is the reason for 99% of your romantic relationships. Definitely. You're, you're like, you're, yeah. dating apps change the game, right? Because you can now start talking to people who don't live where you live or, you know, that maybe they mm-hmm. live in a different neighborhood or whatever. You wouldn't meet them otherwise. But for the most part... The way that you date and find romantic partners is the people you are around. You have to meet someone to be able to, to date them. <laughs> date them. You can't. You can't just like, you know, put in a, a go in a randomized database of every person in the world and come up with a name and be like, we're dating now after never right. having spoken to that person. Exactly. It doesn't work that way. That's not how that works. But yeah, like I think if. The betrayal would have happened, and then the the cheer competition would have proceeded as usual. Mm-hmm. They they never would have gotten together. Yeah, because there exactly. would be no reason. There'd be no need to. They again, they wouldn't be in this forks forced forks forced proximity with each other. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have to rely on each other in stunts, in routine, like you know, in learning routine or helping each other out on the same team. And so they wouldn't have created any kind of bond. Yeah. And they got there's destroyed. right. And and we don't know very much about these characters. They don't have a lot of personality because no. again this is not a 
period. We don't know anything movie. about their home life. We know nothing no. about everything that it took to get them there. Nothing. We do know that Penn's dad doesn't know that he's a cheerleader, but right. he does That's call it. his dad like the day of the performance or whatever. And speak like... to him in Spanish. <laughs> Speaks to him in Spanish. Because mm-hmm. he's, guys, he's part of the Latin community. Um, and, and finally confesses. And guess what? Nothing bad happens. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> stakes there was gone just, immediately. You know, absolutely no stakes in this movie. Nope. Like, at least, you know, the first one, and usually you have this kind of like, you know, the the status quo team versus the underdog like in or in the mm-hmm. first one you've got you know the very wealthy team and this underfunded team that ha- is having stuff stolen from them and then mm-hmm. you have that sort of re- you know pre- repeated in a more mild way in the third one in the second mm-hmm. one it's like you know the big varsity team versus these kind of misfits and everything right in this movie you do not have that dynamic at all it's no. just two good teams <laughs> yeah <laughs> who who have a rivalry who um, fucked up and got a lot of their cheerleaders hurt. And because they fucked up, now they have to join forces. And let me tell you, I know we mentioned that there, yeah, there's the one black girl and that um, Penn is supposed to be uh, Latino. And then you have, there was like a choreographer, a choreographer who was mm-hmm. also black. And that is a f- complete list of all of the people of color in this movie. Yeah, that is, that is our <laughs> thorough estimation of, including extras, including right. all of that. So they did not even attempt to have any of that, um, you know, discussion of, of systemic racism or classism that they sort of mention in the other movies and definitely mentioned which in the first is, movie. Which is know? just so funny, too, because they decide, like, what a fucking missed opportunity. Because yeah. they decided to try to align this with West Side Story, which mm-hmm. is literally a story about white, white, like, what's the word? Um, I don't want to say impoverished because that's not the right word, but like a lower, <laughs> lower yeah. class system of white Americans. Lower, yeah, yeah. Uh, in like dueling it out for neighborhood dominance against immigrant Puerto Rican uh, families in the same neighborhood, right? And so you're like, it just, what? but why are the sharks white too? Like why, (laughs) why did they, like in what what universe (laughs) do you see something like the Jets versus the sharks and then see an entirely white cast? Like I don't understand. Yeah, um, I think because they didn't care and they just wanted to make a cheerleading movie in with Ashley Benson. Yeah, in in Universal Studios, and they didn't. Yeah. They were that was they didn't try to make it anything more and, than that. Uh, excuse me, and that's another thing because Universal is in Orlando, Florida. Do you mm-hmm. know what Orlando, Florida has a fucking lot of mm-hmm. Latino people, specifically from New York, because that's mm-hmm. all that's where they fucking move the minute they they're like, there. we can't stand this place anymore. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, and I wouldn't have made these decisions, but I blame capitalism. I always blame capitalism. Yeah, no, capitalism is the villain of every single movie we've seen mm-hmm. thus far Yeah, this year. Agreed. And <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to see what's next, because I have no idea what these next ones are about. Oh, me neither. <laughs> I'm super stoked. I, I believe the next one we're watching has Christina Milian in yeah, it, so at yeah. least we have... We have a woman of color leading the pack, so that's a go. that's a step up. Excuse, 
you know, different movie series. Excuse but, the reference you know, to another movie series. It wasn't, it wasn't intentional. Um, but yeah, this one, this one was really, I, I gotta say it, this was my least favorite. Yeah, I think overall, I mean, I did like, here's the thing, I liked watching it with you. We watched it yes. together, so it, it was, was very, very nice to hang out. And I liked seeing all of the universal stuff and being oh, like, yeah. I remember being there. Yeah, yeah, nostalgia level a thousand, but in terms of like what, the, the material we had to work with. It's yeah. my least favorite. I even, like, you know, at least in the second one, we had Derek the DJ to make fun of. Like, it's Der- funny. We had Derek the DJ to make fun of. We uh. had Monica. Monica was mm-hmm. dope as hell. Oh, yeah. She actually had lines in that yeah, movie. Yeah, she was a real character and not just, like, the quirky POC best friend. Yeah, it's... Honestly, guys, if you watch this movie, it's really fucked up how they treat yeah. the friend. Yeah. Um... Just really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like I was watching it and I felt sick to my stomach. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was oh it was no bueno. And then also the only other good thing about this movie is that you have Ashley Tisdale's sister who played the dumb cheerleader, and it's only good because Ashley Tisdale sings the in the in the end credits. You've got yeah. Ashley Tisdale as herself. A little bit of he said she said. You know. Yeah. It's very funny because it's Which, like that song is a bop. <laughs> if anybody wants to fight me on it, that song is. Chef's kiss, so good. You did. You had a whole choreographed dance routine that you were doing oh, yeah. along to the credits. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it is funny. She's not in the movie leading up to it. I guess you have to place yourself in 2007, which is like just after High School Musical came mm-hmm. out, right? So they were like, okay, we got to get Ashley Tisdale here in in the the credits for this yeah. movie. Um, I think her album probably had just dropped. Also, right? Because and- when else do you see? It, like, you'll have people do end credit songs for movies all the time. Um, right. You know, especially for, like, kids' movies and stuff. You'll get a mm-hmm. popular artist to do Disney the end credits. movies, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, but they're not on screen doing no. a little dance during the credits because no. they had nothing to do with the movie. They're <laughs> not nope. getting their little um, music video. I mean, it made sense. Like, the, the last Bring It On movie that we did made sense because Rihanna was judging the cheer competition yes. and the prize was being a Rihanna video. So having Rihanna singing a Rihanna song in the credits with the the cheerleaders, you know, doing a routine behind it, it's like, yeah, this all makes sense. Having Ashley literally I thought the song was going to come on and then I was shocked that we saw Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because the entire movie we'd been having a conversation about the fact that her sister was in this movie. And we could not figure out. We were we like, oh, out which one it was. we were like, oh, Brooke must be the sister. I can kind of see it because she's got right. like this kind of pointy Ashley Tisdale like face, and they mm-hmm. gave her real thick dark eyeliner, so mm-hmm. it's like you kind of seen it. But it turns out that was not yeah. Ashley Tisdale's sister. No, it was, <laughs> it was the dumb the friend. other one, the yeah. dumb friend. Um, oh, and her the dumb friend uh, Jennifer Tisdale. Her confession is that she's a virgin, even though she acts slutty. She's like, yeah. I just act like that because boys like it but i have never actually done anything yeah um and it's like oh my god this is so stupid (laughs) it's so dumb it's so dumb yeah i would i would i would firmly rank this at the bottom of the movies we've watched so far obviously two more films to go Mm -hmm. um but i would i would put this firmly at the bottom of the pack yeah i think i agree with that yeah it is a shame what a shame. I wish. What a, what a you know, shame. So many all of opportunities these movies, missed. I could go in there. Give me. Let me do a rewrite. Let me do a punch up. Let me. Yeah. I mean, it needs more than a punch up. Uh, this one definitely <laughs> needs an entire rewrite. <laughs> for sure. Um, 
it's just bad it's like like cheesy in a really bad way where it's like you didn't even try you didn't even try to make it good right which i guess they didn't need to that's the thing it's like they're like we're gonna make some money off of this it's Mm -hmm. going direct to to video they didn't need to try yeah. to do that if their goal was not their goal wasn't to make a good movie right. it was just to do these things and make money so but here's how i feel so you and i both know that i love a bad a bad rom-com right yeah. i even i just recently the other day watched the new netflix rom-com um the royal treatment mm-hmm. um which has the guy from the live action aladdin and the girl from like a noah centineo movie um, okay she was in she was in that the app one I can't remember what it's called perfect the perfect Perfect date date. the perfect date yeah she was the girl in that movie and it's about this young uh New York Italian woman who's never been anywhere she gets hired by the prince of some fake country to do the hair and makeup for his wedding because he's gonna marry a, a random American woman and so First of all, accent, horrible. A lot of the jokes were just, like, very corny. They didn't always land. But I didn't feel bad watching that movie. Like, (laughs) I watched that movie, and I was like, that was a dumb joke. But you know what? You're so damn charming. I'm just going to let it slide. You guys are cute. I love you guys. Um, But when I was watching this one, it was like when the corny jokes would happen. I was like, no. Oh, no. Stop. Yeah. Something about it was off. It just didn't. It didn't happen. It right. didn't come together. Right. And I'm so sorry, cast of Bring It On, In It To Win It, but not your best work. Honestly, I don't know any of your other work, so maybe this is your best work. And maybe. for that, I am also sorry <laughs> that you didn't have any other opportunities. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah. But that's it. That's it. That was I was going to say, well, it. my neighbor is blasting some uh, music now. <laughs> okay, and so well, we then should probably wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. So, so if guys. You wanna, yeah. If you want to hear more about us, about uh, just if you want to see social media posts, you can follow us on social media. You can. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The Rom Complex. Yeah, send us an email uh, if you want to tell us a little. Tell us a Universal story. What's your favorite ride at Universal? Did you also have an annual pass? Are you also from Florida? Um, you know, are you a Harry Potter geek? Do you like to ride the Hogwarts Express from the Islands of Adventure side to the Universal Studios side? You know, mm-hmm. let us know. We want to know. Let we want know. your stories. The Rom Complex at gmail.com. And most of all, keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye. Okay, Owl.